A woman who is 20 years old, who started playing chess when she was aged 6, is dubbed the world's sexiest player. She loves dressing up in cosplay, DJing, and has even started boxing. Now, I thought this was kind of like an interesting article because I don't really understand the purpose of like super over-the-top sexualizing a person just because they're female and good at a skill set. Like, I don't really understand that. And, like, the funny thing is, she has ended up basically probably becoming a millionaire at this time due to her social media presence, which, sadly, is also probably due to the fact that people end up basically, I guess, sexualizing her as well, even though she probably doesn't really do anything. I don't really know anything really about her, other than that she plays chess. But it's kind of like weird, right? It's like, would like would a male chess player end up having to deal with this type of situation? Like, oh yes, the male chess player is like the world's sexiest player. No, like it's just so weird to me. So a woman who started playing chess at the age of six has been dubbed the world's sexiest player after finding fame on social media. Canadian Andrea Botez, Andrea, 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 I don't know how to pronounce that, 20, boasts 515,000 Instagram followers. While on live streaming service Twitch, her channel Botez Live has more than 1 million subscribers, and her videos have had a staggering 19 million views. And the crazy thing about this is that, like, for example, Twitch, if you don't know about Twitch, is basically like a live streaming platform where people basically watch a live show of whatever. I think they play chess on there. I think her and her sister or whatever play chess on there or react to stuff or whatever. I believe all they basically do is just pretty much hang out with their followers and then their followers, due to their weird social... What's the term? Social, paranormal, like, relationship thing where basically, like, the fans have more of a relationship with the influencer, the streamer, so for some reason they're also way more comfortable giving that individual more money, like donating it. Like, I've seen, like, randomly, like, years ago, I saw a live stream, a recorded live stream, of some random dude who played League of Legends or StarCraft, just, like, randomly. Wasn't even that big of, like, a channel or streamer or whatever. Just some random recorded video of his live stream. Where in, like, 15 minutes of this, like, multiple-hour live stream, the dude got, like, $500 worth of donations. Meaning people just literally donated him money to say little messages on his stream. Which, to me, was, like, crazy. I was like, holy crap. The type of money that could potentially be made by simply people wanting to chat with you is kind of crazy. Now, also, escalate that type of situation. Because, like, this dude was basically, like, a random guy who I probably guess was kind of okay at the game. Put into the realm of, oh, now there is an attractive lady 
I feel like I'm connected to her, right? I kind of feel like maybe I have like a relationship with her, and now escalate that to like ten or twenty thousand dudes, lonely dudes that are now watching you play chess or whatever, right? The type of money that could be generated is absolutely insane, right? So I think it's more interesting that she has been able to create a career where she doesn't necessarily have to rely, I guess, on her sexuality, but that is like pretty much like a plus one to her, I guess, asset class kind of thing, where it's just going to help her out even more, right? Just because of the weird dynamic of like Twitch streaming and the audience and whatnot kind of stuff. Let's see. So, on social media, the glamorous jet-setting chess player shares her interest in DJing, boxing, and also shows off her cosplay and symbols. Oh, by the way, I think the biggest interesting thing about like Twitch specifically is that one, they make a lot of money by like people donating money to them that are watching them. But two, a lot of times there's people that are like members to the actual channel that pay a monthly subscription, right? So let's just say, I don't know, for example, like you have like 10,000 of the 1 million subscribers that are truly active people watching her streams all the time, right? Now, say that those 10,000 people also happen to be paying her a monthly amount of anywhere from like $3, $5, or $10 per month. Wait, hold on. Let me see. This is their channel, Botez Live. Twitch. I like that sacrifice. Oh, apparently she's actually live right now. I think that is not her. I think that's her sister. Right? Hold on. Botez Live, a chess show hosted by two sisters, Alexandra and Andrea. Okay, both grew up playing chess. Okay, so I think this is the sister. Right? Yeah, that should be the sister. Unless I'm going, like, absolutely blind. But it looks like they're live right now with, like, 8,718 people. Like, imagine if, like, let's just round this up to, like, 10 because it probably ranges from like anywhere from like 5 all the way up to 20 who knows jeez this has been going on for 2 hours and like let's say to subscribe is what 499 let's just say 5 bucks so 10,000 times 5 so 50 grand a month coming in potentially every single month not to mention the people that are donating money like, there's probably stuff who have donated money. Hold on. Let's see. Go down. Yeah, exit out of this. Uh, hold on. Is there a way you could, like, re go back or something? I'm so not used to Twitch or whatever. Sub, gift, or use biscuit. Make it, make it. Mega Man Maniac, Joe Bruin, okay, that's interesting, Be oh, she just, just flicked people off, 
Okay, interesting. Oh, she's playing chess, too. I didn't even notice that she's actually playing chess. I kind of want to see, like, people just, like, donating money just so that I could, like, use it as, like, an example. Because I find it far more interesting to see how much money people are actually, like, just getting gifted, right? Dear Lord, 114,000 people watching Kai Senate? Hold on. Let me look at this, then. Dear Lord. Is that really 100, 114,000 people watching? Oh my god. That's some crazy stuff. Family friendly day. One curse equals 10 subs from Kai. Anderson. Man, some of these people must be making like disgusting amounts of money. <laughs> oh my god. How much is his subscribe thing? Four nine nine. Is everyone just four nine nine? Dude, how can anyone even read this chat? This thing's so quick. Oh, chat positivity squirrel. Okay. Dude, that is insane. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. So in December, a mogul chess boxing championship bout between newcomers Andrea and woman grandmaster Dina Belankaya was watched online by a massive 300,000 people. Hold on, let me exit out that. Well, basically, what you're, like, really understanding is, like, she's able to generate so much revenue just because of her social media following. Bum, 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 bum. The game, which was invented in 2003 by performance artists, like, blah, 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 continues for 5 to 12 rounds until someone is docked out. Check me to wins by points. Da, 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 da. So she started playing chess at age six, following in the footsteps of her sister, Alexandra Botes, I guess that's the one that we saw, who has been compared to the fictional protagonist of the Netflix hit show, The Queen's Gambit. Alexandra has six national championship titles under her belt and holds the International Chess Federation title of Women's Fide Master. Meanwhile, Andrea became the Women's British Columbia Chess Champion in 2015, aged just 13, reported The Sun. The chess player delights her followers by sharing snaps of her cosplay outfits, including one image where she dressed up as a character, Reyna, from the video game Valorant. No idea what that is. She's also seemingly interested in DJing, having recently shared a photograph in January of her behind the decks. I got to DJ with Justin Khan, and we threw our own rave. Eco's best night ever. She captioned the picture. Okay. So her sister Alexandra was born in Dallas, Texas and raised in Canada by her Romanian immigrant parents. She started playing chess when she was just six years old after her father made a wager with her mother. My mom only plays a little, so he made a bet that he could teach me to play and that in only two weeks I would be able to beat her. And she previously told the New York Post she was just eight years old when she competed in her first national championship and won first place for her division, Insider reported. And her passion for chess continued when her family moved back to Texas, and she was 15 when she won the U.S. Girls National Championship for females, 18 and under. And she graduated from Stanford University in 2017 with a bachelor's degree in international relations, and she made her mark at the university by becoming the first female president of Stanford's chess club. And the funny thing is, I don't think there's actually 
good money in chess unless you were like a hustler hustling money at like a park or something. I don't really think that there's really big money in chess unless you're like number one or number two. Let's see. Objectifying a decent chess player. What else is new? Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's what's so weird about this, right? That I thought this was like an interesting article to check out. Because you have someone who's probably very, very good at playing chess, can probably beat a lot of people, but is mainly popular due to her being an attractive female who also happens to be good at playing chess, right? Now, I think it's cool that she has technically made probably a lot of money not having to go down the deep waters of basically capitalizing on her looks and etc. And instead, it's just basically doing what she wants to do, I assume, and just chilling, playing chess, doing what she likes to do, and engaging with her audience or whatever. So this person says, you can't beat biology. Make up any silly term you want. The biological imperative operates for both males and females. Even for the confused, but the mess everything up. Interesting. She probably made up the title herself for herself. At least she has some talent is far more naturally beautiful than any Kardashian. Is that a thing? She distracts her prey, simple strategy, no need to actually be very good. I feel like that's a little bit demeaning. Now, I'm assuming that she's extremely good, and based off the article, her being like a national champion, etc., 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 she probably is. She makes me want to flog my bishop. I'm guessing it's like a jack-off joke or something. Brains and beauty are something you don't see much of nowadays. You know, men don't have to do this crap. Why do women? Brains as well as cute. Interesting. Anyways. How come all her chess awards are in the female category? I'm just kidding. I know why. Interesting. She makes it hard to play chess. So sweet, young, and innocent, and may I add, intellectually gifted. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because, to me, I just think it's cool to see someone not having to necessarily resort to something specific, a.k.a. OnlyFans, to make a lot of money when you are able to gain a massive following and make money just by having a massive following. I think that's kind of cool. 